Good evening, everybody, and welcome to 97.3 ESPN's live coverage of the 2023 Margate Memorial Lifeguard Races live from the beach in Margate. We're all here, all 16, 15 beaches from Brigantine to Cape Bay Point. We'll be racing for tonight's trophy the Margate Memorials. And joining me to call the race today is former chief of the Longport Beach Patrol, Dan Adams, former lieutenant of the Ocean City Life, uh, Ocean City Beach Patrol, John McShane and Jack Brooks. Good, uh, good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good, good evening, evening, gentlemen. Good uh, evening. Not a, not a beautiful night for racing weather-wise. We do have an angry ocean, Dan Adams. Uh, we have gray skies. Uh, this is the first time I can remember broadcasting the race where it hasn't been picture perfect, but I'll take it anytime you're on the beach in the summer, it's a plus. Yeah, absolutely, and, and, and the conditions tonight are going to make this race even more interesting than it's been in a while. Um, this is open, open water, anybody's race. We're going to see the tough tr crews and the tough competitors come out tonight and show what they got. And, you know, John McShane, up until this point, uh, most you know, we, were the, we had the Longport Memorials, the Cape May Counties, the Bastion Callahan's, the AC Classic, the Kerr Memorials, and the Dutch Hoffman's. All those races had uh, a lot of events. They had the paddleboard, the run, the, uh, the they had a relay. But now it's down to just these last two races, the Margate Memorials and the South Jersey Lifeguard Championships, where you just have three events, the doubles, the swim, and the singles. Correct. They're going back to the traditional three races, and it's important to note that there are a lot of teams that were successful this past season in things other than what we're going to see tonight. Jack Brooks is with us, a former lieutenant of the Ocean City Beach Patrol, and, of course, you're the president of the Ocean City Beach Patrol Lifeguard Alumni Association. I'm sure there'll be a, a contingent of alumni here tonight, but it, it, there's an angry ocean out there, and the race will be determined by who can handle this rough water. You're absolutely right. As a former competitor in this, I can tell you, this, any, this is anybody's game because a lot of accidents happen, a lot of starts don't go off quite as expected, turns and lane lines can be adjusted, and also in the finish. And we saw that last week where some of the more seasoned competitors won races that there were younger competitors in, but experience counts. And tonight, experience is going to count. Uh, from Atlantic City, we have the Blair brothers. Absol last, absolutely. In the singles last week, we saw, and Jack, I mean, we, we were right there. We saw Sean Blair. He looked like he was in fifth, sixth place. He catches it an outer break and rides by everybody to win the race. Yeah, and Mike McGrath was up by two or three boats easy at that point, and he just rode right past him on that wave. But, Billy, let, let's look back at, at 2022 because an interesting fact when you look at, at the winners of last year's races Mike McGrath and Sean Duffy won the doubles. Mike McGrath won the singles, and Dolan Grisbound won the swim, but Margate won the team title. Right. And they won the team title because Hayden Smallwood and Bob Bechtel got second in the doubles, Zach Vassar got second in the swim, and Chris Byers got second in the singles. And they scored the points they needed in all three events. To win this event, you have to score in all three. You have to score in all three, John McShane, but you know you don't have to win every single race, as Dan just alluded to. I, I agree with Dan, but I think the key to the night, especially with this ocean, is you win the doubles and you're in control. All right? Avalon, I think they've got the swimmer. Everybody, I think the consensus is Dolan will win the swim race unless there's a huge upset, which is always possible on a night like tonight. 
But I, Avalanche still has not shown too much strength in the rowing. Okay, here and there they have. Um, I think if you win the doubles tonight and you've got a decent swimmer and a good singles guy, like Dan said, you're going to score second, third, maybe even a fourth place. You should pile up enough points to win. But to reiterate what Dan said, you you do need, do need to score in all three. And uh, looking at the uh, looking at the race schedule, I see a lot of new names, Jack Brooks. I mean, over the last few years. We've had the, the same people, the, the seasoned veterans, but they're not they're not on the program this year. I think as Dan said, you know, <laughs> the people that won last year. And there are a lot of up and coming people from Beach Patrols. From time to time Beach Patrols seem to have a bigger changeover of staff. I know in Ocean City hired over forty new guards this year. So that brings in new competitors, new opportunities for people. Also, you had a little bit of a changing of the guard, and we've talked about that this season, and I think that that's gonna be one of the key to tonight also. And Dan, you called me earlier in the week telling me about Longport's uh, it, you know, in-season row-off. I mean, it, a lot of these cities, a lot of these beach patrols have row-offs to see who's going to represent them out of town. That could change. It, but in the end, it didn't. They had a finals yesterday, and, and uh, you know, it was kind of funny, but I actually got down there to catch Longport's finals yesterday, and Mike McGrath won two, two three boats open water in the, he offered a gentleman's to, to Joe Costa, who came in second. He offered him to take the next race in Margate and row singles tonight. And Joe went with the challenge, and he got beat by three, four boats in the challenge. So Mike's rowing both events tonight. John uh, McShane, I know in Avalon, they've got some controversy down there with Ryan Finnegan and Gary Nagel. I mean, those, you know, here's Gary Nagel has been doubling up rowing singles and doubles, but now Ryan Finnegan's challenging him for he came in second for in the singles, Kerr Memorials. Yep, yep. So, you know, I mean it's not a guarantee that just because you win a race before that you're going to be in the race. No, in week. fact, to back up what Dan was saying previously, I also know that Atlantic City had a row off this week as well. Right. Um, the Blair Brothers, having won the uh, Atlantic City Classic, uh, they still had to row off against Vince Grenice and his partner, and they, they did beat Vince and his partner. So they will be rolling tonight. So uh, I talked to this. We all know John McCann. He's one of our sponsors. I uh, spent some time with him the other morning. And what we discussed was the fact that you have to be in shape to do this, especially on a night like tonight. I'm, I'm looking at there's no less than six or seven teams that are uh, guys that are doubling up in the singles and doubles. Um, but there's also being in what we call racing shape. Right. And I think on a night like tonight, this is going to make a big difference. And Jack Brooks, eight people, eight crews are going to double up eight or eight rowers are going to double up this you think what john just to follow up on what john said i mean you get the uh, uh, it's a nasty ocean out there you know your forearms blow up or you know you get fatigued a little bit you got you only have a short term short time to recuperate you know and as athletes do too sometimes they taper for certain races and certain events this season this summer they haven't they've been racing every week since june and when you go into that I think it can create some fatigue. Doubling up, is it good or is it bad? We'll see tonight. And as we're looking out over the ocean, we see a couple of the doubles crews warming up. Not all the beach patrols are here. They're, they're starting to file in, Danny Adams. Uh, and, and, it's, and if you're in the area, come on down because while there's no sunshine, this is a, a beautiful, this is a great place to be. Absolutely. Come on down. The competition is second to none. And, and it comes down to these last two races for uh, Beach Patrol Supremacy. Well, first off, th this race is probably the most well-attended race in the South Jersey circuit. And the Jersey's being here next week, it'll probably be very similar and the same. 
But a couple things. One, I got to interject on what you said about there. Yes, it's going to be hard doubling up tonight, but the, the adrenaline these guys are going to have and they're, they're going to be flowing, they're going to be able to get through it. And, and you saw that last week. Mike McGrath rode the doubles race, was in the hunt for the top three. They ended up fourth or fifth. But we have eight people doubling up tonight. I just had an interesting fact handed to me about the most total wins in the Margate Memorials. Okay. So the most total wins goes to Chuck Gowdy. He has 10 victories in the Margate wow, Memorials between singles and doubles. That's unbelievable. Tom Swift has the most swims, six swims he won himself. The singles goes to Ashton Funk. He won five Margate Memorials titles. The doubles, there's a three-way tie, all with four victories. Chuck Gowdy, Chris Graves, Mike McGrath, Sean Duffy, and the Wagner brothers from Ventnor from years back. Wow. All have four victories. You know, so interesting fact. And i got to tell you, you, you win this race. Your, your, your name's in the program, John McShane, for the rest of your life. Your, I mean, your name is in the time, program for a long time. time. Every year. Every, there's no doubt. They print the program, and your name's etched in. It's, that, it's engraved. It's, it's in history. Yes. You're a part of history. And same thing with next week, the South Jersey. I mean, the Margate Memorials is big. South Jersey's bigger, pro probably. Um, and people remember who's, as Dan said, people are going to remember who's got the most individual wins, who's got the most swim wins, and who's got the most double wins. And we're watching a crew come in now. Uh, and uh, they fell off that wave, and they better get organized to get on the next one real quick. I, hey, guys, did we find out what the tide is doing? Is the tide going the tide's out? Gonna be coming, it's tide's going to be coming in. Coming coming in. in. What will that do, Jack? Uh, you know, the crews, a lot of times when, when the tide shifts, the waves either pick up or, or diminish. Let's talk for a minute about the weather and, and, and what is going to happen. Number one, the rain is supposed to have been done, and it was only briefly a shower. People are coming over the bulkhead now. I've been watching the last 15 minutes since we've been on the air, and there are a lot of people arriving. Second thing is there's it's cold wind. It's four, 14 knots coming out of the south. This is going to be blowing straight across this course uh, from our right to the left, and that's going to have a factor tonight as well. So the, these athletes that are doubling up are going to have to stay warmed up in a cold wind, cold, damp feeling. You're also going to have some tide and time to deal with. And then as the evening goes on, my guess, the wind will drop a little bit. You know, to follow up on what uh, Jack just said, Dan, I don't really see that much of a current. I mean, usually sometimes when the current's really blowing either north, I mean, the wind's out of the south blowing north. But you don't really see like a pulling pulling current, or am I am I mistaken? I, I'm going to agree with you. In fact, if I see any current right now, I see it going to the south, not weird? out of the south, but un, heading toward the which south. Which is, is unusual. Well, but you got to think. When the wind's out of the south, but, usually the wave, uh, the current's going. Yeah, out. but the prevailing wind this week has been more out of the north and northeast, so it probably had a factor on the current. And it also, has a Dan, this is something Dan and I talked about before being on the air. The inlet is not too far from here, right? And he said that you know you can have a southerly wind. But with an incoming tide, you are going to feel a pulling effect, probably more so on the outside towards the double that's what, And that's funny because that's what Jack and Dan, we talked about that last week down in Wildwood for the Dutch Hoppers, Jack Brooks. We said, this is a, it's a different ocean up here. It is a different ocean Dan, up Dan here. Dan said that. You guys commented and, on it. And when you get a confluence of effects like that, yeah. wind in one direction, tide and current in another, any boater will tell you that's very hard to navigate and stay on point. I think the out-of-bounds to the north tonight, even though the wind the, the wind is going to take people up that way, some of the waves are breaking up that way, out-of-bounds is out-of-bounds in this race. You must finish within the line. So there's going to be some challenges. And uh, 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 Dan, uh, 2016, when you guys won your first title in Avalon, 
your crew, I mean, I remember the crews all finishing all the way to the north and had to run all the way back south, but you, you had enough well, uh, you had enough to win. That, that was an interesting race all around. You, if you guys remember, the rowing events were held to the south side, and the swim was held to the north side, yeah. closer toward the pier, but the finish for the swim was to the south side. It was a unique experience altogether. But for us, it was a great night to come out and Longport win their first South Jersey championship. You know, and, they, la- and last week's course was a box course. So you were out, over three buoys, and back in. Everything was close to the beach. Right. Tonight is straight out straight in the ocean out, and straight, straight back, back in. And when you're out in the ocean and you're that far away for the doubles and the singles, it's looking far on a night like tonight. And, you know, you got John McShane and, and Jack Brooks. You guys were swimmers competitively. We talked about this on several of our other broadcasts calling the Margates and the South Jerseys, John. It's hard to you gotta get a you gotta get a fix on a on a landmark. And, and I was talking to Jack Christian from Margate, who's one of their better he's one of their better swimmers. He said he had a hard time. That's one of the things that he ha- wasn't used to. That's where the experience comes in. Correct. And when you look at the swells tonight, as Jack was saying, it's now that the swim flag is a double flag. It's obviously placed between the singles and the doubles flags. But on the way out, as you fight your way through this surf, you're going to have a hard time finding that flag on the way out because you're going to, you're going to be doing a lot of up and down, same right. with the crews are. Now, in Margate, on the way back in, you've got some pretty big buildings to look at. But visibility is getting has been getting steadily better, and I think the guys will be able to pick up those uh, the colors. But you have to time it as you swim to lift your head when you're up on the swell. That way you can see. All right, okay, well, we're don't waste broadca- your energy by looking into the wave. We're broadcasting live from the beach in Margate for 97.3 ESPN's live coverage of the 2023 Margate Memorial Lifeguard Championships. Come on down. The, the beach patrols are all here. People are starting to gather around. Uh, come on down. It's a lot of fun, Dan. This is a big event. And they're all, they're all look, this is for lifeguard supremacy, beach patrol supremacy in South Jersey, and it's a lead-up to next week's granddaddy of them all. Yeah, the, you know, these are the races that, that people remember all winter long. You know, the Margate Memorials and the South Jersey Championships. You said bragging rights. There's definitely a lot of bragging rights. You know, I, I can't even tell you who finished in the Longport Memorials in 2023, and it was just hey. four or five weeks ago. I can't tell you who the winners were, but you'll remember six months from now who won the Margate Memorials and, and what the crews were and who the swimmer was. All right, 97.3 ESPN's live coverage of the Margate Memorial Lifeguard Championships are brought to you by Blitz's Market, voted best deli in Ocean City seven years running. Blitz's now has online ordering at blitzesmarkets.com or give them a call at 609-399-9983. Try their famous breakfast sandwiches or delicious hoagies and they're all new, freshly squeezed orange juice. That's Blitz's Markets in Ocean City. And by Lee's Builders of Margate. 30 years of building beautiful custom homes. Are you ready for your beautiful house by the sea? Contact Leeds Builders at 609-822-4506. That's Leeds Builders. And by... McCann Realtors of Seattle City, family-owned since 1939. Experience the McCann difference. Located at 4111 Landis Avenue in Seattle, it's your one-stop shopping for sales, rental, investment, mortgage lending, and appraisals. 609-263-7422. All right, we are broadcasting live here. We're going to take a break and come back. You're listening to 97.3 ESPN's live coverage of the 2023 Margate Memorial Lifeguard Championships, live for the beach in Margate. 
back here, 97.3 ESPN's live coverage of the 2023 Margate Memorial Lifeguard Championships live from the beach in Margate. As we're getting ready for race time, the race starts at 6.30, and all the all the crews, the double crews, are now at the water's edge, and, and you can feel the intensity build, Dan Adams, as we're getting ready for the 2023 uh, Margate Memorials right here in Margate. Absolutely, and uh, you know you know what's good about this race, too? Think about what this race is all about. It's in memory of the World War II veterans that served our country. And look what we're sitting in right now. Right, old, we're sitting in an Army truck. truck yeah. So that's what this is all about. It's about honoring the veterans who served before us and who, who kept our country. And we're speaking English because of them today. Absolutely. But, yeah, these racers, they're ready. They're getting the boats ready. We are just nine like minutes, nine minutes away. away. So we're, we're, it's going to be a great night. It's going to be an awesome finish for this double. Right, let's look at some of the doubles crews: John McShane and Jack Brooks. Atlantic City you got the Blair brothers. Uh, pretty fairly new to the racing, out of town racing. I mean, the last couple of years. Uh, winners uh, last year. Winners last year. Jersey right? winners. Okay. So they're you know they're experienced. Uh, you got Eric Wolf and uh, Jack Combe. Now Eric Wolf, he's rowing for the first time this year, I believe. Rowing for the first time, but very experienced. You got to like a guy like that in a race like tonight. The Seville brothers, Jack Brooks. They won. They, they've been rowing really well this year. They've been rowing extremely well from Brigantine. And, uh, you know, again, as we talked last week, the Abseek and Island crews, as well as Brigantine, they bring strong rowers, and they're two of them. And they certainly are. Kate May, Andrew uh, Trafuska, and Mike Fitzpatrick. Uh, you got to watch out for the Kate May point team, Garrison Swan and Gabe Servant. Logport, there you go, Dan Adams. Your Logport guys, the perennial, uh, let's say perennial favorites, right? Well, they won McGrath this race. And they won this race in 22 Sean and 21. Duffy. So these guys are—they know what they're doing. John McShane, the experience—you know—we you, talk about it all the time. You would have to say because of the experience conditions tonight, um, they—they've got to be a favorite right now. Um, Margate, Hayden, Smallwood, and Bob Bechtel. Also, uh, also, you got to throw them in there because of their experience. Ocean City, the Oves brothers, Jack Brooks. That's right. There's a name from There's history. There's a name from history. That's generational. This is the third generation Oves from the Ocean City Beach Patrol. All of them have been rowers. And, of course, from Seattle, Dan Adams, <laughs> Danny Rogers and Pat Scanna, P PCO, those guys, they're, they're serious contenders. They are definitely serious contenders. They're going to they're gonna be part of this hunt tonight. Hey, it's all going to start. We talk about it start, finish, and turn. This start is going to be very important. They might have to pick their way out and not go charging right at it. And you might see some guys slow up a little bit on that start. We'll see how and see then, what happens. That, and then from goes. Stone Harbor, Dennis Bakey and Tom Lake, they won the best of Callahan doubles, John. They got a win under their belt, so they certainly have to be considered. There's no doubt. <laughs> I, I got to interject one thing, though. Benching Callahan's winning time was four minutes and 11 well, seconds. A, and that was a sprint. It was a sprint. Uh, and yeah. I'm, I'm glad you made that observation. A win is a win. <laughs> John, I'm with you on that. And let's finish up round up. Not when you add 10 minutes onto uh, that, you know. Upper Township has Dame Especially Sturdish, tonight. Jimmy Nelson, Ventner, Teddy Bergman, and, and Ben Weber. They're, that's a new crew that we haven't really seen too much. And Wildwood, uh, Noon, and Joyce. And then fo followed up with uh, Wildwood Crest, Terry McGovern, and James Yar Yarsi. But where's Jake Klecko? He's Jake Klecko's from Crest, and he's been rowing real well for that. He, he's not rowing, but Terry McGovern is a veteran. He's been around a long time, so he he has seen this type of condition before. Going back to what you guys were saying earlier, 
on the start. The start is actually going to take you almost to the singles flags. Sure. Right? You're going to be fighting swells and breakers a good ways out towards those singles flags. And as Dan said, you look over your shoulder and you see one coming up on you. You don't want to be taking water on a night like tonight. So yeah, you may gonna, have to hold up and, and be a little more judicious on your way out. It's going to be a, a solid 14 to 16-minute doubles race. Looking at the singles flags, maybe they're big, but I, I think the singles looks a little short tonight compared to what we've seen in the past. I would oh, agree the, with that. The stage is set. Yeah, as do the, have an incoming tie, too. So. As the crowd builds here in Margate, New Jersey, for the 2023 Margate Memorial Lifeguard Championships, live here on 97.3 ESPN, the crews are at the water's edge, Jack Brooks. And you know in about three minutes, five minutes, this race will start. And, uh, and, and everybody, look, all the beach patrols know what's on the line here. Plenty of people are still arriving the race. The racers see that. You know, now now comes the time where you start to feel your heart thump a little bit, your palms get a little bit sweaty. You're trying to get those gloves on and make them fit right. You're checking and double-checking your oars and, your, and the, the board that you row with and all those things. And tonight, I'm telling you, there's got to be some people staring at this and saying, of all the nights, tonight's not the night I would choose to row, right. but somebody's going to be proud that they did. Uh on the beach, I beach at 32nd Street in Ocean City, Dan Adams, and uh, Taylor Smith is the guard. Jack Brooks knows him rather well. Uh, hes I've been watching him. He's been out there working pretty hard. And I said to him last week after the race, the next day I said, you know, you need to start rowing. And I saw him out in the morning. He said, you need to start rowing at nighttime because that's when the races are held. i got to ask, and you guys, uh, you know, looking at John and Jack sitting down the end here, was there anybody that trained harder than Ron Kirk? Uh, th there were some guys, but no, Ron would, he would be at the top of my R list. R Ron was breaking ice in January to row, <laughs> well, so, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 no, he never not rode. So. And, and, and I heard stories of Ron Kirk where he would actually drag a weight behind the boat when he was, was he was training. You're, you're absolutely right. It was you, a 25 pound weight, yeah. right, Jack? Yep. And when he couldn't find the weight, he would use a cinder block. Yeah. And, and really? he, well, his whole theory was you row heavy, you row heavy and you keep rowing heavy. And it's almost like the bikers tell me. Some of these guys have titanium, lightweight bikes, but when they go to bike, they bike like the heaviest steel bike they can do because they're humping it and doing it. When they get into a race, they go flying. Well, and, and I think that that's part of the training. A good analogy would be when a you know, batter is in the batter's or in the on-deck circle, he's swinging, he puts a donut on the bat, he's swinging a heavier bat, right? Well, your so point. When he comes up the bat, he's, he's bat slider. Yeah, and Billy, your, your point right was right with, with Taylor and others. So many of them row in the morning. It's flat. It's a beautiful morning. Anybody that's ever walked down the beach that way, they've seen it. But that's not the conditions that you see tonight. And my guess is some of these crews would skip rowing on a night like to training on a night like tonight. Yet, when we come down to the big races, I know when I was racing, I wanted to race and train in the conditions that I was going to be racing in. And that's, that's the difference, Dan, between champions and, and people that are just racing you, you like Jack just said you got to go out you got to get uh, emulate the, the conditions emulate the conditions that you're going to row in yeah and, and one of the things I'm going to interject on now is we have the the 15 doubles crews out of the 15 doubles crews eight are doubling up and rowing singles tonight yeah, we, we, eight we, members we, of that that's, that that's going to be an interesting singles race uh, as we are getting ready to start I've been looking at the ocean it is actually laying down just a little bit uh, the crews up here at our north end they need to be a little careful because it does build here hey, more guys, so or, than at the south end. Let me ask you this, end. guys. Collectively, guys, answer this. Uh, start off with Dan. Do you think the singles flags are close? 
I, I think it's it's twofold. One, it looks close, but I think the flags are very big. When I okay. saw the flags from the side, they looked very big okay. from Longport looking at them yesterday. So I'm going to say it's double. Uh, you're still looking at at least a, a close to three-and-a-half, four-minute race, which is, you know, South Jersey is four to six minutes. Prescribed distance is four to six, right, Dan? Yeah. Right. And it's, Jack uh, on the doubles, it is? 14 to 16. 14 to 16. 16. Okay. Swim, I believe, is about a 16-minute swim. We got an angry ocean, Jack Brooks. We it's got an angry ocean. for some interesting racing tonight. Uh, if, the, if the guys can keep the boat straight, uh, that's, you know, two, what's the closest distance? To two points of straight line, right? It's closest Something to straight like that. line. Isn't that all goes? Yeah. yeah, well, it is. Right. So you, you were, you were close. All right, we're back here at 97.3 ESPN's live coverage of the 2023 Margate Memorial Lifeguard Championships from the beach in Margate. Of course, we uh, get cut off there in the end, but uh, the races are at the water's edge, and we're minutes away from the, the start of the Margate Memorials. Uh, to the north of us, Brigantine. Atlantic City, Avalon, Upper Upper Township, Longport, Wildwood, Wildwood, and they're out. They're Cape May. They're in there. They're, they're pushing out, Jack. And they're on their way. They're out. pushing out now. The starter has taken the uh, flag and has raised the flag. We're getting ready to see them. They're pushing out a little bit. They're getting the boats wet. They're getting in starter position. The starter will hand them the start as soon as they see the most open for all the lanes. All right, who do we have all the way south? I can't see that far down. Ocean City is one of those crews. Avalon. Oh, Avalon, Avalon Ocean, Ocean City. City. Oh, so that was Ocean City and Avalon. Okay. You've got, you've got a number of guys in here that are a little a little bunched up for the start. This might be a little interesting right, where, uh, as they try the, to break uh, that Where's surf the flag line. that goes down? It's going to be on the south side. South side. It'll be off that stand. Each, We're looking. each lane official has a paddle in the hand with go. the number on it. It looks that like lane. all the paddles are up. Paddles right, when they're up, up in the air. Signif signaling that the races are ready. We should, the yeah, we should see ready. the start. Yeah, the start, the, the, the lane judge will raise the paddle. They've talked to the crew, and the crew has signified. There they, they go. They're there off. They go. They're off. They're off now. Brigantine's got a great start. Margate. Well, we're going to see here because they're Bender. just getting ready to come into the lineup. So Look, look at this surf, guys. We'll they're going to get hammered. They're going to get hammered. Yep, they're it's, it's, get so the first break, you get the boat, you want to get some momentum. you got to get some momentum to go up over the You're, first uh, set of breaks. Nobody has lost it yet, but everybody is really being pushed back a little bit by the And they're being the cautious. Now watch KMA here. Longport, Longport, if they clear this, Longport's in good shape. They cleared it, and they're in good shape. They are but good Atlantic shape. City is out right now. So is Brigantine. I got Atlantic City out on them right now. The Bechtel brothers, or sure. the Blair brothers. And Sea Isle went up on a 45-degree angle to cross over a wave. And here comes, look at this outside break. Watch this Longport boat going over this wave, this swell that's coming. You know, John this just shows you what kind of waves we John have. John and here. Dan, it looks like the Southern crew, the most Southern crews, got the easiest start in this race, and they're out the furthest. Yeah. It, yes, they, it definitely laid down there, down south, Jack. Which uh, ten minutes ago was exactly the opposite. Up north uh, was kind of flat. But it looks tell. like the guys in the middle, Longport. Yeah, Atlantic I got City. I got Longport and Atlantic City. Are uh, neck they're and looking neck in right real now. good shape. Down, way down on the end, it's hard to see because of the angle. You've got Avalon. And about a half a boat behind them, I believe that's the Ocean City boat. So we'll see what happens with, but, uh, with look, that we're race. We're looking straight out. It looks like Longport does have a lead. Maybe it's tough to say at this angle. 
Because the boats are going straight out. We can't well, the really boats tell. are the boats are can hear each other. You can hear the crews. There's probably been a little bit of colorful language about giving <laughs> me enough room and things like that. And the oars are click clicking. But I, I got to interject because did you watch the the start? Watch some of these crews. I specifically focused on Longport's boat. Sure. They slowed up. You always do, Dan. Well, they slowed <laughs> up, and we talked about that before. They slowed up a little bit, watching the waves, waves. break to make sure they got out clean. You, the last thing you want is a boat full of water trying you, to row to that double swag. And in training young crews, Dan, that's exactly what I tell them. Because the flag drop does not mean you need to go. You need to go when you've got the opening to go. Right. And, and, and we talked about it earlier. And that's experience. And, and John, you, you said it. You know, you talked about Longport being a favorite tonight in the doubles due to the conditions. I'm not going to say who, but somebody with a lot of experience and a lot of wins called that same thing to me tonight here when I got down to the beach tonight. They said the exact same thing to me. He called Longport to win the doubles tonight based on the conditions and, and, the, and what's they're, happening they're here. They're in very, very good shape right now. Uh, so what are we looking uh, We're looking at, what, a 14 to 16-minute row? That's about right. Yes, yeah, you're that, looking at about a 14 be, to 16 uh, minute right. race. I mean, tonight coming in with the swells, they'll be coming in pretty quick. And as Dan and Jack were alluding to earlier, you hold your course until the singles flags, then you use the swells, right, Jack, to cut across you do, the race course you, you're, you're gonna, while you're, staying in bounds. You're going you're gonna to come across with some swells, get the swell on the stern of your boat. You're going to want to be pushed in, and you want to get in and ride a wave. Uh, riding a wave is tricky. You know, you got a 350-pound boat with a couple of crew members in it. Um, anything can happen. You can lose some oars. That's the challenge of the finish. Hey, if you're in the area, come on down. We're right here on Washington Avenue, right in front of Lucy for the uh, 2023 Margate Memorial Lifeguard Championships. The crowd is building, and right now, let's welcome in to the uh, onto the truck on the set, former chief of the. Seattle City Beach Patrol. He's a historian. His brother, uh, John McCann, is a big sponsor of the uh, broadcast tonight. Very let's, true. Let's welcome in Tommy McCann. Thanks so much. Great to be here. What an exciting, exciting start that was. I saw a couple of those veteran crews pick those rips and get over those waves where the waves are getting squashed down. So that was great maneuvering on part, especially I saw Longport and Atlantic City doing that. Tom, this is uh, this is different weather-wise. We The last, I'd say, six or several years, been nice, bright, sunshiny yeah, yeah. conditions. Uh, but today's a little different. I guess that affects the racers too, right? It, it, it really, seamanship skills come in real handy right now. And they found out, everybody found out, it's more important to get through that surf than to go straight right now. They'll straighten out the course later on. Right. But getting through this surf is big. And it's going to be a huge change in what happens at the finish. Tommy, you, uh, you're a bit of a historian. Right. You've, written a, you've written a book. You're working on a second one. Right. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the, the, the racing, the, the, the uh, camaraderie, the, the beach patrol lifeguarding down here in South Jersey. Well, the South Jersey beach patrol, the way I always look at it, South Jersey, uh, there are 15 beach patrols in South Jersey. And... The way I look at it, it's one big beach patrol right. with 15 different captains, one overseeing. We're all in the same game together, preventing and saving lives. So the prevention part is a huge part in our business. And all the beach patrols work collectively to help each other out. So it's a fraternity that you have to be in to be in the fraternity. Right. You know, you just can't walk in and stop by and say hi. You know, it's a, it's a real good group of guys and gals, and it really works out well for our group to help each other out and support each other. Yeah, Tom, when you, um, I, I get the, the 
the experience of being able to help discuss this with some of the starting lifeguards, the rookies. And I tell them, you, you don't realize the fraternity that you just joined by getting a simple summer job. But we say lifeguards for life for a reason. And you do over time. You meet the other guards from the other patrols. Um, it, you know, everybody's got one objective, and that's get the bathers out and home safe at the end of the day. The second is a little bit of bragging rights like we're seeing tonight. You know, you'll hear these crews. You'll hear the people cheering. And, Dan? Yeah, I'm going to interject on that as well because – you know, being, you know, part of lifeguarding for over 32 years and being the president of the South Jersey Chiefs Association for like six or seven years, it was funny. When we'd go to those meetings and we'd start talking about racing, it would turn into, without saying the word, <laughs> uh, you know what show. Right. And, and I'd have to bring them all back in, Tom. You hit yeah. the nail on the head. Yeah. It's all about life saving. It's all about saving lives. Right. What our job is, 10 to 6, 9.30 to 5.30, 10 to 5, whatever it is that you're right. being protected, right is to make sure that everybody went home at the end of the day. That's what matters. This is great, and it's a great part of it. And look at the camaraderie that this creates. But in the end, it's all about life-saving. And that's what these guards are here. They're veterans. They're lifesavers, first and And foremost. And the other great part about this, and all four of us, because we're all lifeguards for a while, can relate to this, that the, the, the race schedule, when we were rowing years ago, it was the Margates of South Jersey's, the Tri Cities, and the Gowdy's. Now, look at that schedule races. It's all year long. Girls races, South Jersey paddleboard championships and bringing team, you name it, across the board, we offer to our guards. And as our guards increase, when the females started getting very, very involved, and we had a lot of, we started girls races. I know the Billy Howarth uh, really initiated that as the past captain of Ventnor Beach Patrol. And one of the things that I noticed that I wanted to mention uh, to the, your audience is some of the brothers' situations, the brother partnerships that have rowing in have, the doubles tonight. We have tonight. Two, two sets of brothers two, here tonight. The Savells right there and the Blairs, yeah. and they'll be there. They're both yeah. going to be in the hunt, and they're going to be digging it out. But over the years, in 1953, we had the McKnights from Lank City. Then the Wagners from Ventnor controlled the, uh, the, the venue for years, four years straight. They won it. Then the Buttle brothers from Margate. Then um, Phil and Joe Gunther from Bringing Team. Gary and Billy Howard from Ventnor, the Swifts in Margate, the Funk Brothers from Ventnor, the Garbets from Ocean City, and then the Blair Brothers. And then tonight, the Blair Brothers are in there with Seville, and they're battling it out. They are battling it out. Of course, the uh, the doubles race is on its way out, and uh, we're going to take a break. The 97.3 ESPN's live coverage of the 2023 Margate Memorial Lifeguard Championships are brought to you by McCann Realtors of Seattle City. Family owned since 1939. Experience the McCann difference. Located at 4111 Landis Avenue in Seattle City, it's your one stop shopping for sales, rental, investment, mortgage lending, and appraisals. 609 263 7422. And by famous Dino Subs and Pizza of Margate. I love their, their cheesesteaks since 1964. Everything on the menu is a hit. That's 8016 Ventnor Avenue in Margate. Dine in or take out 609-822-6602. Let's go, Margate. All right, stay stay with us. This is 97.3 ESPN's live coverage of the 2023 Margate Memorial Championships live on 97.3 ESPN. We're back here in Margate for 97.3 ESPN's live coverage of the 2023 Margate Memorial 
Lifeguard Championships live from the beach in Margate, brought to you by Blitz's Market. Voted best deli in Ocean City, seven years running. That Blitz's now has online ordering at blitzesmarkets.com or give them a call at 609-399-9983. Try their famous breakfast sandwiches or delicious hoagies and their all-new freshly squeezed orange juice. That's Blitz's Markets in Ocean City. All right, guys, Dan Adams, where we stand because... I, the, the well, they're, they're getting ready to come into the singles flags now, and, and you got it. It looks like it's a tight race right now between Longport, Brigantine, and Atlantic City are in, in a tight race for first. Uh, at the turn, it was pretty much that. Uh, Brigantine, Longport, AC, Avalon, wow. and Margate is what we're, we're getting an update right now. So. so Tom McCann is with us, and Tommy... You, yeah. uh, you've seen in many races, it doesn't mean that if you get to the flag first yeah. that you're going to win this race. Yeah, it's so important to know what you're doing right now. Right now, you've got to angle yourself in here, catch the squirrels at the same time, and to redirect your position in the boats. Well, Because this is anybody's race. The fourth, fifth place boat. I, I, I that looks we like got Longport. Longport straight out in front of us. Longport. Yeah, Longport's out. Yeah. It looks like, it, and it looks like they're way in front too. Uh, nah, you got you got Brigantine on the outside. That's right there. Also, Brigantine's right there. And AC the, right behind. Brigantine just got a big swell. Woo, look, look at, at Brigantine. Look at that. Oh man. Yeah, wow, now that could be the difference. Now the wave is Look right off that the edge of the boat. That really has lit it up. Look at that. Brigantine is still Look on the wave. Look, Look at that, that wave. Look at another wave. Here it goes. He goes. They are riding this wave all the way. They have picked up about 18 boat lengths on oh anybody else. Oh, my God. Else. Wow, what a, what a See, wave. See, that's a perfect example. we got to know what you're doing on these waves. It's not over, though. It's not, not over. Not, they got to reset, reset. It looks reset. like they're going to catch another wave right here. Well, and they're in that danger zone where here stuff is go. already and breaking. And you got Longport on yeah, a little. Look at Atlantic City's wave. Oh, Atlantic City has oh a wave, Oh, my too. gosh. Look, you got the Seville brothers standing in the stern seat. standing up, double tone, double till. Look at that. There's your seamanship, right here. Picturesque right there. Wow, the Seville brothers in Brigantine. Looks like they're going to have a comfortable win right here. And there's Longport here. The, the, the Seville brothers seem to catch two waves. Wow. Look at this, look at this. Yards. What a big win for Brigantine, the Seville brothers. Jack here. and Joe Seville. They're jockeying for the final right Longport now. Here. Longport, this is Longport right, right here. Longport is straight as Here comes the Blair brothers, Lang City. Atlantic City, the black. Yeah, they got Longport on a swell. Longport, Longport, Longport has a keeps wave. it straight. They got second. But wow, what a finish! What and a wow, finish. what a wave on the outside. You can't get anything better than that. I mean, tough race, and and that's what happens. You, you get the like, luck. It looks Longport's like Atlantic across. City. Longport. And Atlantic City's going to catch. Get well, you got Avalon on the outside. Atlantic City, oh, oh my God! Atlantic City just Avalon. If Avalon Margate. keeps it straight. Atlantic City straightened it back out. Longport Lang City is now squared up to third, come back to the beach. Third. And Atlantic City is third place. It, it just goes to show you how critical it is to keep that boat to keep that boat straight. The seamanship skills show right here. You can see Brigantine they rode that baby beautifully. And then Longport, the south end of the course, here comes Avalon. Avalon is going to be fourth place if they hold on to this wave. Yeah, and it looks then like they got it. Behind is Margate. And then Margate. In top five, fifth place, Margate. There's your points. Wow, what a what a race oh tonight! Picturesque. I can't tell you how beautiful that looked. Seeing the, the Atlantic City boat catch an outer break, yeah. take it through and catch an inner break, and continue straight. I tell you, what, I tell you Mike Solinsky, Gunther, 
all those guys, Stinson did a great job helping them out with Savelle because those boys rode that like no one's business. See, Al just crossed the, uh, the finish line. Here comes Ventnor City. They're coming in. Uh, Ocean City, Wildwood. Here comes Cape May catching a nice swell. Uh, they're coming in nice and straight up north of us. I think Upper Township finished right by the rocks. Yeah. As wait. far north as you can be. Yeah, they're, yeah they're right within the boundaries. That's playing close, but that means they picked up a lot of water on the way in. Well, how about that? I, I got to tell you, if that's not the most exciting thing, because everybody knows on the on the beach that if, if, if you can see the guys rowing in, but if you can't keep that boat straight, that's it. You're off. You're done. Watch this. We got, a, we got one going to broach here. Um, they, this is a danger zone here. Yeah. Get All right. Side of these waves. I got to throw something in here because didn't Ocean City start in like lane 14 <laughs> and now they're in, on the other side of lane one? I'm pretty sure. That's a lot of lot of ground to make up in that rowing. It was not a straight line, to quote Billy. <laughs> they went with physics, right? They went with the swells and physics uh, to try and make a, a difference. Well, that Tommy McCann, I want to thank you for coming up oh, and, and sharing uh, your expertise with us here for the doubles. For I love this race. As we, uh, as we do the 2023 uh, Margate Memorial Lifeguard Championships, and, you know, your family, the McCann family, has been synonymous with racing here in South Jersey, uh, lifeguard racing, and we want to thank you for uh, all the for support. Of course, Tom McCann, uh, your brother Tommy supports the show and, and supports the Beach yeah, Patrol Report. Right. Being with Jack Brooks and Chief Adams is a real pleasure with John and Shane. And you, of course. All right, all right thank you. The best. All right, We're now we got, to we got the swim. swimmers right here. Uh, all the swimmers are right in front of us. And I'll tell you what, there's a, the wind has picked up, Jack Brooks. I, I, I think it has picked up. It also looks a little bit darker. You may be getting a shower in here before uh, you know it. I think we're going to be safe. I think we're going to get through it. I think we're going to be fine. But we still got one We still got one boat out there, so we have a little time before we get started. But we got one boat out there. Uh, North Wildwood's going to finish. We got uh, Jack, the swimmers. I'm, I'm seeing some guys, like, shivering. <laughs> oh, it's cold. You, t you know, you warm up. They've already been in the water. They've been inside the truck trying to stay warm. They've probably got every piece of equipment on to stay, keep uh, warm. And now, for, right before the race, you throw all that off and you're standing in your Speedo. You know, yeah, yeah, I mean, right. this is not a pleasant time and to look, be there. I hope and, they, not... and they realize there's still boats out on the water and they got to wait a while. Now the, uh, the you can Beach really Patrol, get tight. You can get tied up. The Margate Beach don't Patrol is now bringing these stands in as the tide is coming in. And I'm just wondering, we're going to be right on top of things there, Dan Adams. We're going to be just fine, Billy. It's going to be a good night. You know, we, we timed it perfect. But, uh, you know, let's talk about that doubles finish. Wow. You know, the Amazing. Savelle brothers, it looked like McGrath and Duffy were definitely out. Had a couple boats on everybody. The Savelle brothers caught that wave on the outside. Then they caught a second wave. And then they caught a third wave on the inside. They couldn't have and been any luckier. They veered a little, but they got the boat straight and then rode that well, last you know wave Jack, to the beach. I don't know. You said luck. But I think their experiences has had a lot to do with it because well, these guys, they, they've won races now. They've been in all kinds of conditions. And I think their experience showed, showed trying to walk, ride a, a wave with a 325-pound boat with a crew. It, it's it's very, very difficult. This is, the, this is a gigantic surfboard, and anything can happen. Yeah, sure. But to and do it three times to win that race, the first wave, the outer break, and they came in. The inner break, they came in, and then the final race. And and, and this is their, their fourth race this season, so, so, to, so to speak, against all the crews. They're a top two finisher in every race that they've been in. 
Consistency pays, Dan. Well, no, and, not and only experience. That. Each one of those races, you gain a little more racing experience. Yeah, absolutely. Not only that, when you saw them coming in, those top boats, any one of them could have gotten on waves like that. You have to be in a position to win that way. You can't be back in the middle of the pack. As Tom had said when they're way in, this is still anybody's race, and we saw it. But those guys were in a position to take advantage of what Mother Nature gave them. Absolutely. And, John, you know, with people make their own luck, probably they We're getting ready here, guys. We're getting ready to start this swim. Let's oh, here comes the swim. And the swim. swimmers are right in front of us. Uh, so we've got... This, um, you know, you see the, the swimmers, they're all bunched together. So to give you some idea, the stands are set at about 10 yards apart. All the swimmers, there's a rope line. They're all just beyond that rope line, and they're going to wind up elbowing and elbowing to go out to the surf to the swim flag. The swim flag is just beyond the singles flags in this race course. It's hard for me to see in this light. You don't have the sunlight, the evening sun, setting sun lighting those flags up tonight. It's going to be very gray. I've seen some of them have changed to clear goggles. And that's another race experience secret tonight. All right, let's look at uh, the, the one of the swimmers from Avalon is a perennial favorite, Dolan Grisbaum. Zach Vassar from Margate, we're going to keep our eye on him. Jack Christian from Sea Isle City. Uh, Carson Vassar, Zach's brother, Ventner, um, and uh, Connor Gallagher from and, Wildwood. And you got Charlie Schreiner. Charlie Schreiner from Atlantic City, who finished third in the Wildwoods last week. Now, there were 10. 10 swimmers that went straight out. There were four that veered off to the south side. They saw a rip current and they're gonna to try to pick up a rip and they're anticipating being blown to the north. In other words, from our right to the left in tonight's racing. So they went over the others. We'll see how they fare, but they went straight out to go straight out. And, and John McShane, taking a look yes. at this uh, that swim flag. I'm looking at it from here. I'm gonna say that's about almost 75 to 100 yards past the singles flag. Yes, and it's it's uh, it's waving around a good bit. I think as uh, somebody mentioned, the wind has definitely picked up again. Jack was alluding to the four or five guys who went a little to the south. They're going to try to take advantage of that rip on the way out, and then they what they're going to try to do is drift down into that flag. And to John's point, everybody there, seems to be uh, getting through that initial surf. Uh, yeah, line pretty but, well. but the, you heard when the race started. There's still breakers out there. The swimmers are still clawing their way to the top of the wave to get a good look at that flag and set their course. Once they get beyond this outer break, then they'll be going right for the flag. And the flag is out there. It's a green and white flag. It's an easy identifier. Clear, clear, Mark. And, and I gotta, I gotta say this. So looking at the swimmers right now, if anything, I think they're drawing a little bit to the south. From where they went in, the ones right in front of us, if anything, it's pulling a little uh, to the south. The southern guys are definitely down a little bit more. And what are we talking about time-wise? What's a normal swim time for uh, the Margates? About 14 minutes. 14 All to right. 16 minutes, and, uh, same yeah, thing. Yeah, 14 to 16 minutes. Basically, it, it sort of roughly translates into a mile pool, uh, mile swim in a, in a swimming right. pool. So that'll give us an opportunity to take care of some business. 97.3 ESPN's live coverage of the 2023 Margate Memorial Lifeguard Championships is brought to you by Leeds Builders of Margate. 30 years of building beautiful custom homes. Are you ready for your beautiful house by the sea? Call Leeds Builders, 609-822-4506. That's Leeds Builders. And by McCann Realtors of Seattle City. 
family owned since 1939, experience the McCann difference. Located at 4111 Landis Avenue in Seattle, it's your one-stop shopping for sales, rentals, investments, mortgage lending, and appraisals, 609-263-7422. And by famous Dino's Subs and Pizza of Margate. Since 1946, everything on the menu is a hit, and I mean everything. 8016 Ventnor Avenue in Margate, dine in or take out. Give them a call at 609-822-6602. Let's go, Margate. You're listening to 97.3 ESPN's live coverage of the Margate Memorial Lifeguard Championships live from the beach in Margate. All right, we're back here on the beach in Margate for 97.3 ESPN's live coverage of the 2023 Margate Memorial Lifeguard Championships brought to you by Blitz's Markets, voted best deli in Ocean City seven years running. Blitz now has online ordering at blitzesmarkets.com or give them a call at 609-399-9983. Try their famous breakfast sandwiches or delicious hoagies and their all-new freshly squeezed orange juice. 12 ounces of liquid sunshine right there. That's Blitz's in Ocean City, New Jersey. And by Leeds Builders of Margate, 30 years of building beautiful custom homes. Are you ready for your beautiful house by the sea? Call Leeds Builders, 609-822-4506. That's Leeds Builders. Guys, we are uh, waiting for the swimmers to uh, come in if they turn the flag, John. They have. The lead swimmer appeared to have turned the flag just a moment ago. We also have an overturned singles uh, boat in the surf and it's getting some attention now. <laughs> Took a lot of water. It did. There's I mean, about two or three uh, swimmers went around. There's a there's a second pack, uh, you guys, of about four or five. And Jack, the guys who uh, took off and went a little south, they're still a little south. <laughs> it seems that way. And it, I think they didn't really move down as much as they thought, I guess. See, as, we, as we were talking earlier, the tide's coming in. That's going to draw the tide and the people down from our from our left to the right down into the inlet between Longport and Ocean City. That's sucking a lot of water tonight, and I think that that's what, despite what the wind is doing, pushing them north, the, the course is sucking it down to the south. That's what and I, and I, we, I made that observation earlier, like the wind's kind of shifted a little bit. It's almost coming directly on shore. It was blowing south. Now it's almost in our face on shore. All right, and that'll help the swimmers, I guess, pick up a little steam coming in. We're yeah, in good. Yeah, well, we're an hour or two before high tide. So as the tide approaches, it's getting higher. As we said, they're coming up closer and closer to our truck. Yeah, where they we're are. Standing. I'm noticing that. Well, I, I'm going to interject this. Let's talk about last week and the finish and the swim. When we watched the swim finish last week, it was three swimmers pretty much close to each other. And Dolan Grisbaum was not in first place. It was Zach Vassar, followed by Charlie, you know, Schreiner from Atlantic City. Dolan Grisbaum came into the the north side of that course and got up first, and he was able to outrun the other two. But Zach Vassar was actually ahead in that race. He was straight on. His course was right on mark. It'll be interesting to see where those three are coming into this. And then they they were followed closely by Dylan DeWitt from Ocean City and James Haney from Brigantine. You know, and Dan here in Margate, the the beach is a little steeper than it is in Wildwood. They could get out of the water and run 
because they were in shallow water. This is a little bit deeper and high tide makes it that way. So it, the, the sprint to the finish will not be as long as it was last week. Nah, and, and this is pretty flat here in front right now. I didn't see anybody take a stumble or fall going out. And uh, I don't think that's going to be a factor. But, you know, we talked about it earlier, scoring in all events. The difference here could be one place in this swim that makes the outcome of, of the overall finish because Atlantic City's in the hunt, Brigantine's in the hunt, Longport's in the hunt, but their swimmer's not going to finish in the top five, so that's going to make it hard for them. But when you look at the others, Brigantine and Atlantic City, right. this could be a swing either way depending on how those that, swimmers that, finish. That's going to put a lot of pressure on Longport singles rower, Mike. To, you know, he's going to have to come up with a first or a second. Um, as Dan said about you know, placing. One of the greatest examples of that, and we have to go back a few years to their first win down in Avalon. John Tepper oh, he was, uh, came out of the water in the swim in fifth place. Yeah, and he ran and himself he ran, in the third, himself, which I was mean, the difference. And by the way, John, we were that there. That, that Dan had to be one of them. I know for you, yeah, it was tremendous. But for for the you know the just the casual observer, that was so exciting, John. Remember how the excitement that was generated and to see the joy on all the people from Longport. Their faces knowing that they're going to win their first and, South Jersey. And, and it was such, it was a long run. It was about a hundred yard run. So like the buildup of the excitement was just unbelievable. And guys, we talked to, let me, let me say this to you, Dan, because John McShane and Jack Brooks were one of the guys, they talk about walking around when you, for lifeguard supremacy, being able to pound your chest. For many years, I was on the Longport Beach Patrol and I was on the Longport Beach Patrol. <laughs> and Jack and, and John know exactly what I'm talking about. Now they can't laugh at me, Dan Adams. No, they can't. They can't, can they? These <laughs> nah, grizzled veterans over Lump here. Lumpert has come Lump. a long way, but but John, I'm going to go back to John <laughs> Tepper. You talked about John Tepper a little bit, and and think about what he did the next year in 2018. John Tepper came in and won the South Jersey Championships. Got that first place finish in 2000 That's or 2017. 2017. Yeah, after winning, we won the race overall first time in 16. He came back and won the I, event in 2017. Still, I still remember the interview. He was so casual about it. Yep. He, he came up on the truck and he was like, yeah, I, I felt really good when I went out to warm up and you know, I saw the way the current was in the course and I figured I could do it. Well, that was like Dolan Grisbaum in the Kerr Memorials. I mean, he literally walked out of the water, Jack. He didn't even, I mean, there's <laughs> nobody around him. I've never seen anything like it. Well, you, by you, the way, we have a swimmer. We have swimmers right approaching, yeah. And so uh, the swimmers are approaching the Ooh, rideable wave. waves. Yeah, and and so this is, again, the waves are going to be a factor tonight. The body surfing capabilities are going to be, and I can just tell you, after humping it for this long in the water, you boy, you want to catch a wave, but I'm, but you've got a sprint to get on body. Any body surfer will tell you, that final sprint to get on it right, John, that's uh, one well, of the By keys. the way, this is a close race. I mean, look at this wave. Uh, we got, on we have, we have two swimmers it. that are with with like 25 yards of each other, it looks like and, from here. And, and I'm looking at the cap on the, the the swimmer to the right here, and I remember Zach Vassar wearing that that color cap or a similar color to that cap. Wow. That could be Zach Vassar that's and ahead in this goes. race. That, Dan, Zach, the, the cap's the, catching a wave right here. Look at the, this. Let's the, see his skill. The guy on the right. That's, that's a little bit of a wash right there. That's why I didn't catch that wave. Here's, here's another opportunity, and he catches it, but falls off it. So there's some, you know, you got to have a good technique. All you can do is get the egg beaters going and keep on humping <laughs> until you start grabbing Sam with your hands. I think this swimmer's this far is, enough ahead, whoever it is. But I, I want to say this might be Zach Vassar. He's got a nice swell right Zach there. Vassar. It might be Zach Vassar. Yeah. Let's find out. Nice wave. It nice is wave Zach there. Vassar. Margate's crowd wow. is going crazy. 
This is Zach Vassar, and here he is. The home crowd for the home guy in the home swim. How about that? And you know what? You know, looking at last week and talking about that last week and that finish, he was ahead that entire race. And Dolan Grisbound, it looks like this, I don't know, is this, is this Charlie Schreiner? This might be Charlie Schreiner. It looks like Charlie Schreiner, and it is and uh, in second. Charlie Schreiner, second place. So you got Zach Vassar, Charlie Schreiner. Margate, and away we go. Charlie Schreiner, how about that? And that's a big point swing for Atlantic City. Dan, that puts them in, in a very, very good position. It's going to come down to the singles, though. Right. As we... Hey, Margate. Away. And, and you got to look. Margate's still got a shot at this because Chris Byers has a shot at winning that singles race. So they could be right in this race and, and make this happen. We've got uh, the third Zach's, swimmer out. Unless that's Charlie Schreiner. I, I'm not... I can't tell. No, that was AC, Charlie Schreiner. And then... We're What's still that? waiting some of the for perennial favorites to come in. That there was Dolan Grisbane. Oh, no, that Ocean was, City. That was Ocean, Ocean City. City third. Yep, Ocean City's wow. third. Um, to, to describe it for the folks, when all you have on is a bathing suit and a swim cap, it's very hard to tell who's who. And uh, and that is one of the things that we're, we're, we're making sure before we go on the air and broadcast it that we know who the swimmers are that have finished. Third. Um, now we've got the rest of the away. pack starting to approach the same waves. Here's a fourth place swimmer coming in, and then we've got a fifth place swimmer coming close behind to the north of the course um, between the finish line. Well, how about Dolan Crispon? I, I, is he? I didn't see he's him in yet. The, he's on the, he's on the, in the program. I don't see him. No, nah, and, and you know what? I'm going to make a suggestion. Maybe a late, could it be a late scratch? I don't know. I'm going to make a suggestion to Chief Smallwood for next week. I'd like to see him put the, the labels on both arms. It's hard to see one arm when they're turned the other way. Put them on both arms or put them somewhere where you can see it and make it a little easier. Make our make our job a lot easier trying to call this race. But what a great finish. How about Zach Faster and Markey? Here you go, Sea Isle. Wraps up the fifth spot. Jack Christian. Longport getting the sixth spot. So, as, as we mentioned earlier, John, you, you mean, you got to scoring is the most important part. Obviously, well, yes, you don't have to win every single race, but you, you do gotta, need to you, score. You have to be in the hunt for points, and um, certainly the Atlantic City and Margate swimmers have helped their teams tremendously. It was nice to see uh, Ocean City get into third place. And we still have swimmers coming, uh, coming in here. They're all over the course tonight. We're going to try to get uh, Zach Vassar to come up to the uh, to the truck here so we can we can interview him. Uh, it's be interesting. Did Dolan Griesbaum get did, did he get scratched? I have no idea because I have not seen him. Let's see what we got here. We'll go see if we can get some information. Yeah, we got to get some information on that. But a great race for Margate. Great race for Margate. The home crowd. Uh, that, and you know what? That was a well, well swum course by he Mr. Vassar. Yeah, he did. He really held. He he, he held a nice course. We didn't, I didn't get a chance to mention it earlier, but we always talk about in the swim race, of course, with any race, but in particular a night like tonight, you want to be the first one to that flag because everybody's going to ride be riding swells on the way in. He had a nice, comfortable lead at the flag and maintained that the whole way in. A am nice I seeing that, that, that? Am I seeing correct? Did uh, Wildwood? get fourth place uh, that I don't know 
It looks like Wildwood might have got a fourth place there. Down here on the beach in uh, this crowd's gotten really I big mean, as we went, and it stretches for about five blocks. It's unbelievable the amount of people here and what we're seeing tonight. But we still got a bunch of swimmers coming in. Uh, we're probably, uh, what do we got, two, four, six, eight, nine swimmers in so far. So we got six swimmers to go. Uh, but I'd like to find out what happened with uh, Dolan Grisbaum, see right. where we are. You're listening to 97.3 ESPN's live coverage of the 2023 Margate Memorial Lifeguard Championships live from the beach in Margate, brought to you by Dino's, famous Dino's Subs and Pizza of Margate since 1964. Everything on the menu is a hit. 8016 Ventnor Avenue in Margate, dine in or take out, 609 822-6602. Let's go, Margate. All right, when we return, we'll have the singles race for you. You're listening to 97.3 ESPN's live coverage of the 2023 Margate Memorial Lifeguard Championships live from the beach in Margate. All right, we're back on the beach in Margate for 97.3 ESPN's live coverage of the 2023 Margate Memorial Lifeguard Championships. We just got the swim finished, and of course, Margate won the swim, and we have up here in the truck with us the winner of the uh, swim, Zach Vassar from Margate. Zach, congratulations, man. Thank you, thank you. Um, you know, the race felt good out there. Uh, of course, conditions were a little rough. Um, a lot different than a regular lifeguard race, but um, a lot of fun. I'm sure everyone had fun. Great competition, um, as always. And feels good to come out on top. No, Zach, you you know you won the uh, long courts in the beginning of the season, and you had a couple, you know, other races since then where you didn't get a first, but you're in the mix. Oh yeah. So what did you do differently to prepare for this particular race? Um, I mean, this one it benefits us, of course, being home. Um, of course, I got to kind of set the flag distance, so I've uh, kind of been a little more prepared, I'd say, than uh, some of the other competitors. Um, of course, having the home crowd as well, rallying behind me. Um, but mentally, just just like any other race, go out there, give it your all, and uh, hope to come and, out on top. And how does it feel to win the Margate Memorials? I mean, this is your first Margate Memorial win. Yeah, um, first one. Um, of course, everyone from Margate is here um, cheering on. So nice catching up with some of, my, some of my guard friends that are cheering me on as I come in first. So I got to ask you, Zach. So uh, I actually thought you had a shot at winning last week. You were ahead. You had the best course. You had a better course. Dolan just happened to get up and, and outpace you and, and beat you in the run. But I thought your course was better, and I thought your whole swim was better last week. What can you say about this week and compared to last week? Um, compared to this one, um, uh, definitely like the swells. Of course, Dolan unfortunately couldn't be here tonight. All right, let me let me let me interrupt you right there, Zach, as we get ready for the start of the singles race. And of course, this is the last race of the night, and uh, this could determine the winner, Dan Adams, of the of the Margate Memorials. Yeah, we're trying to still figure it out. Uh, and Zach, I don't know if you have the, the finish, but uh, I had uh, you winning, Charlie Schreiner in second. Here they go. Here they're they off. Go, they're off. I had. Charlie Schreiner in second. Was Dylan DeWitt third? Yes, Zach? Dylan got who third. Who was fourth? Was it Wildwood? Uh, yeah, I believe it was. Connor Gallagher. Who, who finished it out? Um, I believe Charlie Sievert got from Longport. fifth from Longport. Okay, okay, that's a big difference. And we're looking at the singles. Upper Township lost an oar. 
and they got drilled by a huge swell. A lot of the singles rowers are having trouble picking their way out right now. Just like we said, you have to pick your spot. Because the race started, you really have to have an open lane where you're going in your boat. Uh, who's this right in front of us? This is Danny Rogers from Seattle. He's getting, just got over that big swell. That might help him out, Jack. It may, but they're, uh, look, uh, Mike they're really out right here back. right now. Yeah, they're really getting pushed backwards on this. Yeah, Mike's out, and uh, Margate, Margate looks like, uh, I don't even, where the is key, Margate? The key, Dan, though, oh, Margate's is out too. Brigantine and Atlantic City are out clean, and they're the two wow. that really are, came in 1-2 in the singles and doubles. Wow, it just got crushed by a huge swell. Atlantic City's out, Seville's out from Brigantine. I'd say uh, McGrath, McGrath is winning it right now. Danny Rogers are out. All right, Zach, let's get back to you because uh, very, very uh, great big win for you tonight. And for being our guest and for winning, I'm going to give you a locker room T-shirt right there. Thank you very much for that. Now, up in the truck with us very right nice. here is also your brother, Carson Vassar. Yes, he Carson, is. Carson, is this your first uh, swim? Uh, yeah, I've been swimming all year. This is definitely did not prepare for a race like this. But, yeah, I've been swimming long ports. I did Wildwoods. Uh, this, I did not prepare for this. The waves... Nothing I've ever prepared for, and uh, thanks to my little brother for uh, sending the flag out. So far, I, I showed up today, and I uh, saw how far the flag was, and I was like, all right, I'm in for a, a rough day. Are you, guys, are you guys very competitive with each other? Um, you know, like to say that. Um, it's always fun swimming against them. Um, you know, a little, little trash talk going his way during these races. I would say he used to be a little more competitive. Uh, I, used to, I hate to say this out loud, but uh, I used to be the old, better brother, but, you know. <laughs> Carson, you seem like you're a little still like sucking wind from this race. Was that a long swim? Absolutely. I was eating waves every every seems like every breath I took. I lost my cap and goggles in the warm up. Do you see that, Dan? I mean, that is that's exactly I mean what we want to hear because the <laughs> listeners, the people at home, you don't realize how tough it is to swim in these conditions, guys. Absolutely. It is not the funnest, out, the most fun out there today. So, Zach, does this give you bragging rights in the family or what? <laughs> I think for now, maybe. We'll see. Um, he can always – I think he can still take me to fight if he wanted to. So I can well, still, you know what? Still it, might have it, to. So, you're, Zach's the better bit. swimmer. Carson's the better fighter. The Carson, older one. The Carson, older. I, I got to say this, Carson. You got to be proud of your brother and what he's accomplished and what he's doing here. Absolutely. And, and, you know, to be here together, to be able to swim against each other, what a great time, what a great feeling. Will you be in the race next week for, for the market for I will, the South Jerseys? I will be, and I'll try to come out with the win. There you go. I right, like that. All right, guys, thank you so much for coming up and visiting with us. Of course. And uh, we'll, we'll see how this shakes out. Thank you, guys. Thanks thank you for having, having me. All right. Go, Margate. All right, here we go. We got the uh, looks like oh, looks like McGrath just caught McGrath an outside just caught break, away, but he's got he's got Wildwood like coming right Wildwood at him. Right at him. Yeah, let's go, let's go. Come on. Wildwood. All right, so we got McGrath. We got Atlantic City Blair getting on a wave. You got Brigantine on the outside, but McGrath just got another swell here. Where do we got Danny Rogers on the other side? You got Margate in the middle. Who's this right here? Is that Danny great, Rogers? That's Danny Rogers, but he looks okay. like looks like Atlantic All right, Blair City. just got a wave. You know, he's on the north side of the course. McGrath, here, here goes McGrath, McGrath just he's went to the ready, swells. He's getting ready to take a big one right here. Let's see what happens. Everybody but can see each other at this point. you got you a got point. a lineup of a swell happening on the outside there for uh, Brigantine. So anything can happen here. And, Jack, the wind is really in our face. It's onshore. Whoa, look at the outside over here. we got a wave wow, on the outside. 
That that looks like wave one almost. That could be that could it be did. Kate May. Is that Kate May and is, is that, that wave one? This could, could determine the race. It's Stone Harbor got, caught a wave to the south side of the course. All right, the McGrath north is side. on a little wave. McGrath is on a McGrath wave. McGrath is on a wave. He's got to keep this straight. The boat the boat starts to approach. It's all right. He's going to get it around. He's going to get it around. Let's go. This race is still open. This is uh, anyone's I think race. McGrath is going to win this well, race. Well, Brigantine is well, on a wave. Brigantine on the on north the side is on a wave. McGrath is going to get it, though. Here we go. Here He's going to cross the finish. Longport, Longport wins it. Longport won the race. Atlantic City is on a wave coming in second. Beautiful. And Look then at this. we have Brigantine. Danny Rogers. Brigantine is duking it out with, with Sea Isle City here right comes, now. Here but comes it, Margate. Look at this wave. Margate is going oh, to. And he flipped the course. Dangerous spot. Dangerous spot to flip a boat over top on the. He's okay, plane. though. He's okay. Hands up. He's okay. He's, up. He's all right. Look at this one right here. What a race. Here we go. Watch this. Again, a wild finish in the in the sets of waves. Margate These boats had to set it up. Cape May Point on a wave coming to the beach. You currently have the Margate guards going out to get the boat that's literally flipped over. It will be a DNF for Margate tonight. In but, oh, wow. Here we, in we go. Another wave. one. Watch this. Going to hit the Margate. Now we have another boat that is um, Cape, May. Cape May's boat wild ride. Wow. What a finish. Billy, I'm going to interject race. this. Since we know it was Longport, Atlantic City, Brigantine, with that finish and with the finish in the swim, unofficially, Atlantic City won the Margate Memorial. Is that unofficially? How about that? Now, just to set the uh, set the picture here, uh, all the Margate, uh, a lot of the Margate lifeguards have gone into the surf to go get and rescue the the, uh, the, the rower. Uh, the boat is completely submerged in the in the surf and it's upside down. Billy, you guys, we have Upper Township coming in at the north end of the course with one oar. He had to wait till a wave came and picked him up, and he stuck the oar out and steered it in. We spotted Ventner. They got turned around. They, they actually, he actually sterned the boat Stern across the, boat. the finish line. <laughs> and the guy in Stone Harbor had a tremendous ride. He and got a second one to get in finally. And uh, looks like everybody's okay, though. We still have everybody's okay. And one and or Spires, two boats out there. Spires, who went over for Margate, he put his hands right up that he was okay. Yes, but I you saw know what, that. You know what, John? Uh, Watching these boats, I mean, it looked like Longport was going to hit uh, Dan Adams. Margate, or excuse me, Longport was going like to hit Wildwood Crest, coming in. Or Wildwood, right? And he's coming in right now. One of the he is the oh, last. Oh, here boat. we go. Here we go. Let's see. If, let's let's ride this wave to the we, finish. We have one one boat down the south end coming in without a rower. <laughs> uh, he's out just past. He's the, out. Just at the surf is. line. Yep. Uh, that's North Wildwood. He's on his way in. Be, uh, Who is that? Looks like he's. Making progress. Does that say Anglesey? In the wild, that's North Wildwood. Mark Strange. And the Wildwood boat is finally finishing across the finish Anglesey line. Anglesey is another name for North, North Wildwood. Wildwood. So Anglesey and, and uh, you got North Wildwood there. I got to tell you guys, that that is a, uh, an, a very exciting finish. Well, we talked about it last week. Atlantic City finished. If it was just three events, Atlantic City wins the Dutch Hoffman. Right. Atlantic City wins tonight here at three events by that? one point unofficially over Longport, 11 to 10. And that's where we stand at this and point in time. And that was going to be the difference. We talked about that when you don't have the row, or run rather, and you don't have uh, the paddleboard, and you don't have the women's events that, are, uh, in, that were in last night, sure. last week rather, 
This comes down to three races. This comes down to the big three. Well, and, and talk about it. You know, Longport actually scored a point tonight in the swim. Yeah. And that's a difference. If McGrath and Duffy win the doubles, Longport's the team champion tonight. Did, uh, if did that Avalon, didn't happen with that wave with Brigantine, Longport's the team champion. Yeah, did Avalon place at any of the races? I don't think they did. Because they didn't have Dolan Grisbaum as their swimmer. They did not play. And place. I don't think the Wolf came in. I don't even think they play, They got in the top five. Oh, uh, wait. Hold on. Avalon got fourth in the doubles. Avalon got fourth in the doubles. Fourth okay. in the doubles. Grisbaum did not swim tonight. He was not on the beach. Um, and so they had a uh, substitute that got eighth. Yeah. Jack. So unofficial, you got Atlantic City with 11 points unofficial, Longport with 10, and Brigantine with eight. Jack, what a race. I mean, you look at, look at the... Uh, <laughs> The, the, the conditions tonight, we knew going into this race, you as a you know, former racer yourself, but you know, being years of experience with the Beach Patrol, in the back of your mind, you knew that this could turn out this way. Well, I did, and I think that this, uh, anybody's game that, that knows how to do the three essentials, start the race and get out safely. We saw crews challenge tonight, both the singles and doubles, just picking their way out. The second is the turn. Are they going to really nail the turn and stuff? And tonight, that meant you had to be on the flag all the way out and not have the current blow you past their flag. And then the finish, as we saw, I mean, to have a doubles crew win on three successive waves and ride all three successfully, that was the difference tonight. Hey, me. and that's genetics. We isn't, talked isn't about that before. You know, their dad, great rower, rode many races. Him and Rob Canavan rode for years. Paul Savell, Canavan. Co crew coach, great family, great rower, and, and they have the genetics. They have what it takes. But I will say this. You see, and John, you can comment on this. Be, uh, in the doubles and singles, boats catching outer breaks, falling off the wave, another beach patrol catching another wave, going by. It was like, almost like a horse race, if you will, back and forth. It was a lot of back and forth. And, and, and who kept the boat straight, keep pretty the, much? Keep the boat straight, keep control, and keep your oars in the boat. But I will say this, Dan Adams, Jack Brooks alluded to the fact that you said you used the word luck. And I think there is a certain amount of luck involved with this. You can't, we can't control Mother Nature. If you just happen to be at the right place at the right time, catching the right swell, this is the outcome you're No, but get. experience definitely comes no, into I, play. No, I agree with that. And, and we but talked Jack about it earlier. I'm not going to say who said it, but, <laughs> you know, Mike McGrath came out here, rode doubles, got about second in the doubles, and won the singles race tonight. Right. He's a beast. I'm sorry. He's, he, he's a beast. Look, and for he all is intents the man. and purposes, up until the uh, when Brigantine got the double break in the doubles, Ballport wins both. They had the they had the doubles won. They they did everything they had to do to win that race. Unfortunately, Brigantine took advantage. Yeah. And that's the difference of the one point. That one point swing that Brigantine winning the doubles and Longport getting second puts one point swing for Atlantic City right, to take one, unofficially take the yeah, title. The, you only have 15 points in event, so one less for me is one more for you. All right, so this is, the, this is the most, this is a, a fun part of our broadcast because we're going to take this army, uh, army truck and we're going to drive it up to, to the, uh, to the uh, headquarters for the, uh, the, the award the ceremony, the that's ceremony. correct. With that in mind, let's tell you that 97.3 ESPN's live coverage of the 2023 Margate Memorial Lifeguard Championships are brought to you by Blitz's Market of Ocean City, voted best deli in Ocean City for seven years running. Blitz's now has online ordering at blitzesmarkets.com or give them a call at 
9983. Try their famous breakfast sandwiches or delicious hoagies. And they're all new, freshly squeezed orange juice. That's Blitz's Markets in Ocean City, New Jersey. And by Leeds Builders of Margate. 30 years of building beautiful custom homes. Are you ready for your beautiful house by the sea? Call Leeds Builders, 609-822-4506. And Jimmy Leeds is a former lifeguard on the Longport Beach Patrol. And by... McCann Realtors of Sea Isle City, family-owned since 1939, experienced the McCann difference. Located at 4111 Landis Avenue in Sea Isle, it's your one-stop shopping for sales, rentals, investments, mortgage lending, appraisals, 609-263-7422. And by famous Dino's Subs and Pizza of Margate, since 1964, everything on the menu is a hit. 8016 Ventnor Avenue in Margate. Dine in or take out 609-822-6602. Let's go, Margate. Billy, I got to inter interject one thing here, and I got to thank the Margate Lifeguard Association, the Longport Lifeguard Association, and the Margate City FMBA Local 41, and Longport uh, Fire Department. They all donated and contributed and made this broadcast what it is. All right. um, I think we're getting ready to yeah, move, we so, are. so we so need to go to when, break. When we return... We will have the. Uh, we will be up at the uh, lifeguard headquarters for the uh, award ceremony. We'll be back right after this. All right, welcome back to 97.3 ESPN's live coverage of the Margate Memorial Lifeguard races on the beach in Margate. We are up now where the uh, Margate City Beach Patrol headquarters and all the. The uh, people are filing in here for the uh, ceremony, the uh, awards. The awards ceremony. You get a little hardware for winning. You get some hardware, and they have some nice plaques and trophies that they give out. But guys, you did a look, We did a great job uh, under the circumstance with the weather and, and uh, the winds howling, and uh, we did a great job. I, I, I got to tell you, to you, Dan, Jack Brooks, John McShane, of course, our producer. Danny Ryan, you guys did a great job. Well, Danny I, did a great job. I, I got to thank my, you know, my boss and my supervisor, our commissioner, Kathy Horn. She's over there by Beach Headquarters. I got to thank her for allowing us to be able to make this well, happen and do this. You want to bring her up to ever call? Absolutely. Bring her up. All right, but I, I'm going to allude to something that, that's not out yet, but we're going to be the first to announce it here on 97.3 <laughs> ESPN Radio. Are you ready for this, I'm Billy? Ready for it, Dan Adams. Okay. Next week. The Margate Memorials are hosted here. Or, excuse me, the South Jersey Championships will be hosted here in Margate. We will have a live band, Usual Suspects, playing wow. at the end of the race. Nice. It'll be a full party event here. You heard it here first, 97.3 ESPN right. Radio. Another hey. reason for people to come out and enjoy some That's of that right. Friday yeah, night you know lifeguard racing. By the end of the night, there was a, there was a good sized crowd. Absolutely. Uh, even though the weather was a little yeah. threatening. And uh, as far as people who are doing a great job, we want to congratulate every one of those singles yeah. rowers wow. for getting their boats back to the beach. Absolutely. That you was know, not you don't, easy. I, I can tell you, you do not want to ruin the race boat for your beach patrol <laughs> yeah, in a wave or something like that. It's a, bad, it's a bad morning the next day in the boat shop when the chief of the beach patrol wants to know what well, the heck what happened to my race all boat. All right. Uh, I want to thank also Blitz's Markets. Uh, they have been a great supporter of the uh, of the racing. They've they've been supporting the great the broadcast. I want to thank 
uh, Dave and Joe Newman. Fabulous food there, too. Uh, check out their freshly squeezed orange juice. If you mention the locker room, you get a dollar off. Live three blocks from there. Go get it. And I want to thank Jimmy Leeds of Leeds Builders of Margate. Jimmy was on, a beach, on the beach patrol in Longport. He's a great guy, supports the races, and supports our broadcast. And you got to remember, Jimmy got us the first year we did the broadcast the in scaffold. Longport. He got us a scaffolding, right, right. which was very expensive. And, yeah. and, and thank you, Jimmy, for allowing that to happen. And then we, we came up with Plan B, which works great. And, and I this is great because it's mobile. Yeah, and guys, John and Jack, you guys, Dan, you know uh, Tommy McCann, Tommy McCann, John McCann, McCann Realtors of Seattle City, family owned and operated since 1939. But Jack, the McCann family synonymous with Beach Patrol lifeguarding in South Jersey. Well, they are and their families are. You know, this is a generational thing. We talk about it often. Beach Patrol has a lot of heritage. Grandparents were on, and then parents were on, and then now the children are on it. And that's really some of the history of the Beach Patrol. They know what the job is. They know what it entails. We enjoy racing on a night like tonight, but it's all about keeping the bathers safe in each and every island community that there is. Yeah, it is you know. A, it is a good time for these uh, men and women to show off their skills during Seville. this entire race season. Seville! We still have a few other events to go. Of course, Dan mentioned the South Jersey's next Friday night. Um, but we also have the uh, Hammer Row that comes up on August 24th which is a nice event, it's a charitable event put on by the Longport Beach Patrol. And we have the Gowdy Rescue Races the following Friday after the South Jersey, which happening Jack, I gotta is be all honest about you, rescuing I people. I love the Gowdies, but I hate the Gowdies. Because when I get to the Gowdies, I know that I'm, I'm interviewing people in the dark. And that's right. You when don't we, like to when see leave that night, over. <laughs> when we leave that night, the, uh, the shadows are long. Up in the truck with us now are the Jack and Joe Seville, the Seville brothers. Of uh, Brigantine, and uh, this is Jack, right? Yeah, it's Jack. And there's Joe. Yeah, there's you guys, uh, congratulations on a great race. But I want you, as a doubles crew, first, tell us how difficult that row was with the conditions. I mean, what really made that row really hard was that it was to start and stop the whole time. We're getting waves over the bow, splashing in the boat. And, um, yeah, Longport got up in front of us for a while and we were just kind of fighting from behind and it was good. How hard is it to keep the boat straight in conditions like this tonight? Uh, it is very difficult <laughs> but <laughs> somehow we managed to do it on the way in. I, I think Most we had a time. somewhat and straight course on the way I gotta talk in. to you guys because you guys actually had three separate waves coming in. <laughs> you had the wave on the outside that you rode for a long time. Yeah. You had the second wave kind of intermediate on the inside not all the way the inside and then you had the last wave that you took to the beach you veered a little bit but yeah. you gained your composure and you got it back because i thought at one point that it looked like the mcgrath were up mcgrath and duffy were up by a little bit on you but hey this is boat racing this is what it's all about it's all about the start the turn and the finish and you guys finished this race great and and hats off to, hats off to both of you great race and a great win tonight thank you and hats off to longport and ac too yeah it was a great race definitely one of my favorites of all time hey, well, hey jack let me ask you this question in the singles row you guys you know, there were boats like i think longport almost hit wildwood coming like because they longport turned the flag first mcgrath and there and wildwood was still on the way out looked like they were going to hit each other but there was like boats were getting turned sideways how hard out there. yeah how hard was it to navigate that yeah i'd say going in the singles part of the race is just avoiding other boats and stuff <laughs> there's a lot of collisions which is like it's fun it's like bumper cars out there and it's um, bumper boats. yeah it's bumper boats and you just sometimes you just get away for 50 yards and then like 
you stop, hit a boat, then, <laughs> and then so, pick it up again. I got to ask you guys, how is it rowing? You know, for Brigantine, knowing that your dad did it for so many years before you, your dad rode with Rob Canavan for many years. I know uh, the word is I hear is Rob Canavan is more your coach than your dad. But tell me what it feels like to be able to row and, and work with your dad and be a part of this beach patrol together. Oh, well, we love Rob and our dad, and Rob's helped us out so much this year. We would definitely not be here without him. But um, it is it's also crazy rowing with our dad. I just heard tonight that he was the last guy from Brigantine to win this race, <laughs> right? which I had no clue about. But. Yeah. Well, you know what? I've known your dad a long time. We go way back. You know, I did 32 years in Longport finishing in, in the you know winter of 2018. But you guys are exceptional. You've come a long way. I've watched you guys grow over the last two years. And you're right there. You guys are perennial. You know, you have a shot at this title next week just like anybody else. So go out there, give it your best, and good luck to both of you. Thank, Thank you so much. Right, congratulations, guys. There's the Seville brothers. And coming up to the uh, truck now, we're going to talk with uh, – Talk about a perennial all-star, uh, uh, Hall of Famer. Here, this wait, guy, wait, wait, wait. I mean, uh, come on, you're going to bow down to him. Coming up to the truck now, the ESPN truck. A guy that seems like he wins race after race after race. He, he's like a fine wine. Danny, and, he, he, he gets better with age. And, and like we talked about it earlier, you know, and I'll let Mike get on the mic here. Like we talked about it earlier, he rode two races yesterday in the morning. Back-to-back, -back, two singles races. And then they rode doubles, and you know, and, and they did great tonight. All right, let's uh, let's welcome uh, into the set here the winner of the singles from Longport, Mike McGrath. Congratulations, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Man, you're like a washing machine out there. It was like victory at sea. Like you see, like the battle World War II battleships getting tossed all over the place. A lot of lot of we saw you almost hit the Wildwood boat, turning the flag. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was sideways in front of me. I looked back and I saw him. I was uh, I. I yelled something at him. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Mike, probably uh, something like, please get out of my way. Uh, I'm trying to, to win to this that, race. Get the out of my way. Uh, yeah, I think it was close to that. Yeah. Mike, how hard was it rowing in these conditions? I mean, all kidding aside, it's not easy. And you're an experienced rower. You've won many championships. But what was it like rowing out there tonight? Uh, it's, like you said, it's a washing machine. It's like it's just back and forth. And, and you're just trying to trying to keep the boat centered and, and get the oars in the water and get the oars out of the water at the same time. So in your mindset, like when you see, when you get to the beach, you know the conditions in the morning, you know what it looks like, you're, 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 you, get there, you get ready for racing. What, what's, the, what's the thing you think of it? Just keep it, just don't have a disaster, keep the boat straight. What's in your, what's in your head? What, looking at this water? Yeah. Uh, sh sh you're gonna have I usually get excited about this water. <laughs> Mike, real quick, you're going to have to go because they're doing the awards. But I just want to interject, since, I, you know, since I'm your former chief and I'm a relative, Tell us how you felt when Brigantine passed you on the singles. <laughs> and the doubles? Oh, the doubles, excuse me. Doubles. Uh, doubles. I, I wasn't mad for once, honestly. They, those guys have been in the front all year all year long, and uh, they, they've kind of lost on the wave a couple of times. So, you know, this was their week to catch the wave. And we announced it here tonight. The Savelles have not finished below the top two all season. Those guys are fast. Yeah. So, all right, Mike, good luck. Get out there and get your awards. All right, buddy. Congratulations. All right, now they're getting ready to give the awards out, so uh, we'll, we'll try to tone it down a little bit. Yeah, but I do want to interject and say, you know, hats off to Chief Smallwood and his crew. You know, he's got a good crew, and, and you see our man Mike Sincata is up there doing the awards for them, as always, like he always does. But, you know, without, without Chuck Gowdy, without Chris Graves, without Shane Graves, without Mike Booth, 
without Kyle Pollock, without Rob Bechtel, Bob Bechtel, all the crew, they wouldn't be able to put this event on and make this happen. So, ah, absolutely. Who do so, we have? What's the unofficial count again? The unofficial count was Brigantine with eight, uh, Longport with ten in second, and Atlantic City with eleven in first. That's unofficial, but that's what I had. Well, for first and second, it's the example that we talked about going into the race. You got to score in every event. You have to score you have in to every score. event. Which, Literally, have to score not in every event. Not necessarily your first. But you got to get points. I'm not sure what happened tonight, and I, and I would have liked to have asked the Savelle brothers, but James Haney did not swim tonight for Brigantine, and Dolan Grisbound didn't swim for Avalon, which made a difference. It got Longport one point in the swim. Their swimmer finished seventh or eighth last week. He finishes fifth this week and gets one point. And as we watch the Blair brothers receive their uh, plaque for finishing third in the Margate Memorials, Sean and now, Duffy and Mike McGrath get a second place in the doubles. You know, they're always in the hunt here in Margate. They love rowing here. It's almost like a hometown course for them. I was going to say, right next door. <laughs> similar, but it's, get, it's not too much different. What you asked Mike about, you know, his feelings when uh, bringing team went by him. What I wanted to say was that just demonstrates the unpredictability of ocean racing because they were in control of Longport. I mean, they were in control of that race, and then – through no fault you know, of their own. We, we talked about it when Danny up. Rogers won his first race in the, in the South Jersey. Never forget it. But let me tell you something. These Savelle brothers are going to be around for years to come. You're going to hear their name, and you're going to hear about them rowing for years to come. Well, Billy said earlier that, you know, there's a there's a youth movement here, and they're the leaders of it right now. Yeah, we're seeing it right in front of our face, John. I mean, you, you get to see the changing of the guard, if you will. You know, and this just shows you for next week, we have anybody has a shot at winning this title next week. It could be Margate, who, you know, Chris Byers had a, a rough outing out there tonight. He flipped. Thankfully, he was okay when he got up. But, you know, he's in the hunt with Zach Vassar winning and Bechtel and, and Smallwood getting in the top five in every race they've been in. It, yeah, this, I, with, with the way things went tonight with Atlantic City, you know, eking out a win over Longport, it doesn't guarantee anything for next no, week. It, it's no. zero to zero to zero to zero all, all across the board. But it Friday does night. show you how strong Atlantic County has been this season with the rowing especially. In the combined races, who else has scored other than Sea Isle in doubles races? And well, there's Zach Vassar getting his award for winning the swim here at the Margate Memorials, a nice size plaque. Uh, you know what? That's a that's a really nice award, John. And it's, it's I'll tell you what, you win a race like this, like we said earlier in the uh, program, tremendous. you're on the your your name's in, in that's, that's, you know what in the history books. John, I just looked it up. In, in all the races, that's it. Right. In all the races that all 15 beaches have competed in, it's four of the crews have been Atlanta County crews Atlanta that have County been crews. in the top yep, five. Exactly. Now, I mean, they have rotated placing. But, it's, but they've been there. But the Savelle brothers have not finished less than second yeah. in any race they've rode in this they're year. They're having a great year. And I, there's no reason to think that that will not continue next Friday night. So this sets the stage, Dan Adams, for Friday night right here in Margate for the South Jersey Lifeguard Championships. Of course, we'll be broadcasting high at the top of the army truck that we're on here. And hopefully the conditions will be a little different weather-wise. Uh, I think it's, it's stifled the crowd a little bit. The wind's howling. But... Nevertheless, a great I, race. I think the crowd was still huge. You yeah. looked, it was like six blocks. Yeah. And there they go. They're announcing the winner of the singles, Mike McGrath. Let's see if my unofficial results are correct. I got Brigantine in third with eight points. I got Longport in second with ten points. And I got Atlantic City winning the overall event with 11 points. While we're waiting for that, I know the three. Uh, there we go. The three. 
finishers, top three finishers in singles, guess what? They all doubled up tonight. They're all doubled up. And they came and out fine. Isn't that something I, like, if I was a strategist, I wouldn't do that, but look, who am I? <laughs> well, Atlantic City. I got to tell you, though, they, they said Longport with nine points, but they had ten points because they did get one point in the swim. They got four in the doubles oh, and nice five size, in the singles. And that's a right. nice size trophy for the team. Look at that. Yeah, that's a that's a per. That's I think a really that's nice a trophy that goes back and forth. Okay. They give them, uh, I think, a plaque too. But that that trophy has the that's names really of all nice. the winners on it. You see the base of that with the, the the plaque around it. That has the winners on it, and they have a plaque that they'll get to keep. But they get to keep that and they hold can, on to that for the next year. There is an award that they put in their trophy case that they're. Okay. Officially, what do we have? Atlantic City. Atlantic City with eleven. Eleven. They had Longport with nine. I had them with ten. Yeah, of course you did, Dan. <laughs> and bring a team with eight in third place. Okay. Do you want to get Chief Smallwood up here? Maybe yeah, we can talk to, to him. Get Chief All right. Here. Let me see if I can get him up here. You only got four to five minutes left in the broadcast. Okay. Here, here comes Smallwood. Try to get him in real quick and congratulate him on it. On it. We have five minutes left in the broadcast. And uh, we'll talk to the Chief Chief Smallwood. Does a great job here. Uh, he does. You know what? When he took over back in, in 2013, he was young. But let me tell you, he's respected. He's a well-groomed, you know, and, and he's a seasoned chief now. He, he oh, is here the he best. Is. Let's so welcome in uh, Chief Smallwood to the uh, to the truck that doing? we uh, had on the beach. That's our, our stage. And uh, first of all, I want to say congratulations on running a great way. You know, there's so much involved, and it's a lot of work. Oh, yeah. It ain't easy, no, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's a lot of work. The, the days leading up to the, uh, the event, and you, the and weeks you get leading to, up. You get to do it again next week. We do. But that's well, a good that, thing, right? It's a little easier. That stuff's out right. there. As long as you get good weather conditions, we'll be in good shape. You'll, so you'll leave the flags and everything in place for next Friday? Most likely. If there's storms coming up, we might. Yeah, you might go. You'll probably go back out and check the line. Or, and, pull, them, or pull at least the flag if, part in. Yeah, just so, they don't. yeah. Okay. so Greg, when I stopped today, we were talking, and you said today's an easy day when it comes down to it because everything's pretty much done. You just had to check the flags. But what does it take as a, as a, as a team effort to put this race together and get it all together to, to make it happen? Oh, there's a lot of prep. I mean, the last two weeks, you know, building flags, you know, programs and just you know we get a lot of help from our city our city's real supportive with everything um chief adams you know is real real helpful too with all this but uh it's yeah it's it's the days are long days leading up and you know a lot of administrative work yeah, goes into yeah. It. And, and you know and building and stuff but our lieutenants are all very handy and also so we're lucky in that regards so chief uh you know i may or may not have alluded to something about next week do you want to elaborate on on the possibility of what next week brings for the uh the after of the South Jersey uh, Championships. Yeah, 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 we have a, uh, a band that's pretty well known in the area, the usual suspects that are going to be joining us right now. They'll be playing right now. So, um, yeah, they'll be playing right on the stage, right right out front. Chief Smallwood, over the years, we had, uh, you know, you had some great racers, uh, Graves and, and, uh, and uh, Graves and, and uh, Gowdy. Gowdy, Gowdy and Graves. Uh, they set the, set the tempo for, for they, I mean, those guys are like, I don't want to say famous, but like people try to live up to their, their standards. Yeah, I mean we we've had we've been fortunate to have rowers, you know, back from the Swifts. So, sure. Um, yeah, but they set the bar high, and and uh, you know they're they're still contributing. They're they're helping our crews and, and competitors out now. With yeah, training and, and whatnot. And, uh, the Smallwood family has. Uh, contributed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. I, you know, there's there's a number of times that uh, there's Smallwood names on here, and Greg's name specifically for winning races. So, uh, yeah. Greg was a true competitor, always has been, 
uh, you know, it's been a pleasure for me to work with him and alongside him, you know, with the fire department and the uh, beach patrol. It's always been a name synonymous with Margate. I go, I was in Ocean City for many, many years. And, you know, the small woods were always. The camaraderie, we've uh, talked about the camaraderie with well. all the beach patrols up and down the coast from Brigantine to Cape May have, uh, really makes this a special event. Oh, yeah. I mean, you get to know all the competitors, you get to know everybody yeah. from, the, you know, the Chiefs now and everything. And, and Greg, you're, uh, you know, Billy here actually got to work for your uncle. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. In that's Longport. Right. <laughs> Billy worked for Longport. Lefty, Lefty Dever and Rich Smallwood. Yeah. Billy got to work for them, so. <laughs> Many moons ago. What? I thought he was an Ocean City guard. Oh, no, no, he was nah, Longport. Don't get, that's don't right. Get <laughs> Chief Smallwood, we want to thank you so much for allowing us access absolutely. to get on the beach and call the race. And oh, look, absolutely. Forward, look forward to doing we, it next week. We got him next over week. that hump, Dan. Yeah. Don't, don't bring that up These anymore, guys are okay? He'll be going to therapy this week, right? But, uh, all, but all kidding aside, thank you so much. Yeah. We really appreciate the access and uh, look forward to be back next week. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Host Thanks. a great event next week. Thanks, that, Greg, and, and good luck. That'll Thanks. conclude 97.3 ESPN's live coverage of the 2023 Margate Memorial Championships live from the beach in Margate. We'll see you next week. For Dan Adams, former chief of the Longport Beach Patrol, John McShane, former lieutenant of the Ocean City Beach Patrol. Jack Brooks, former lieutenant of the Ocean City Beach Patrol. And yours truly, Billy Schwein, signing off. Stay tuned for the locker room with Billy Schwein and the Beach Patrol report right here on 97.